Lord, we thank you for just this evening. And Lord, I do thank you just for this, um, this family, this um, group of people, Lord, that you have, um, I know you've blessed me with and you've, you've brought us together and um, you've allowed us to be able to do life together, to be able to um, walk through the good things, the hard things, um, be able to spend Friday nights, uh, Lord, together and, and Sunday mornings, and even just be able to share our lives with each other um, throughout the week and throughout the years and just the blessing that it is to walk through a life with with other um, like-minded believers and lord i know that that's definitely how it was for you on in in your walk and time on earth lord you had people around you and the disciples and they were um lord just a blessing to one another in the time that they spent uh, with one another and with you and and so lord i thank you for the blessing that we have um, i pray that you would bless this time as we look very quickly at your word just to um Lord, just again in this, this idea of, of spending time with you and what it means um, to, to rest in you, but also to um, actively seek to um, become like you in the things that we um, say, do, believe, um, and live out. And so, Lord, I pray that just as we commit this time to you, Lord, that each one of us would be not distracted, but would be able to just um, hear from your Holy Spirit now um, and also be able to look at our own lives and just to, to see um, the patterns and the principles of our lives and to see and compare and contrast whether they line up with um, what you have demonstrated and set as an example in your scriptures. And so I just I pray that you would just give us insight, Holy Spirit, now, um, each one of us. Um, and may you just use the, the words in this time, Lord, to minister to our hearts uh, tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Cool. So what do you know, know anything about John 15? Jesus what? Feeds? Jesus feeds a lot of people. No, that's John 6. But same book and same man. John 15. What do you guys, do you guys know about John 15? What do you know? I mean, you could just sneak peek. Okay. So John 15 is, who is speaking in John 15? Well, yes, it's Jesus speaking, but yes, John has written it down. Okay. So we have been talking, we're going to look at John 15, and Jesus uses this picture of, of a vine, this and he's speaking to his disciples. So we've been learning, we've looked at how Jesus has spent time with his disciples throughout the um, Gospels. And we've looked at this sort of principle of Jesus being with or associating with, spending time with his disciples. We looked at the idea that Jesus chose 12, that one, they would be with him, and two, that he would send them out. And so the primary way, mechanism, environment in which the disciples learned from Jesus, learned to, you know, his words, his teachings, to minister in the way that he did, to do the things that he did, to be like him in their character, in their talk. The primary environment in which they learned that to be followers of Christ, to be disciples, was in 
this simple fact of just spending time with him. And we have over the term at different points, whether in small group or here as, as a group, we've talked about the different ways and times that Jesus spent with his disciples from, you know, the wedding at Cana to, you know, encountering the woman at the well, the woman who was caught in adultery to feeding the 5,000, you know, them having to figure out with Jesus, like, how do we feed all these people? What are we going to do? Um, to them seeing him teach them, but also teach others. And so they learn to be, to become like Jesus or to be with to become like Jesus in character and word by, by spending time with him. And so I've been constantly asking you or, or encouraging you to answer the question yourself, how do you spend time with Jesus? Or again this week, if you think about it, who did you spend time with this week? And you'll be able to think about, you know, your friends, your teachers at school, your, the people that you work with, your family. So we all spent time with someone. And so this is, that's the idea we're talking about. Spending time with Jesus is this, the same, same idea. So if we spend time with Jesus, we have to ask ourselves, or if we spend time with people, anyone, whoever we're spending time with, you can answer your question, answer the question in your head, who do you spend time this week? What are we becoming from, from that time? What are we, are, how are we being shaped by, you know, this time we spent with our family, the time we spent with our dog, the time we spent with our teachers, you know, the time we spent with, with Jesus. And we've, we've looked at this idea that what we, who we spend time with and what we do with our time those things influence us and shape us to then influence us. Now, Jesus rubbed off or had an influence and effect on his disciples for a positive thing. They started to believe the things he taught. They started to act like Jesus did. They started to speak like he did. And we actually see a lot of the time in the book of Acts, which is Jesus has left, we see the apostles, the disciples, doing things that Jesus did, but without Jesus. Where did they learn that? Why do they know how to do that? How do they know how to do that? They learned from Jesus. So we're going to look at John 15 here, and we can learn a lot from Jesus's words. So if you're in John 15, we're actually going to read the, the first 17 verses, okay? And here, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. This is right before he's going to go to the cross. It's not um, a very, it's not a public teaching. He's simply with just the few disciples that he had. And so focus on the imagery that Jesus uses here of speaking about the vine and again, this, this is a lesson in many different things. But tonight we're going to look at it as, as a picture or, or a lesson really in the closeness and intimacy that we can have in our relationship with Christ. And so follow along. And as we, as we go through, you know, whether you want to follow along and that might be the easiest way or whether you just want to close your eyes and listen, Think about 
the words and then think about our relationship with Jesus and what we can learn from these things. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, and you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay one's life down for his friends. You are my friends, if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I call you, called you friends, for all things that I have heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should remain, and whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. <clears throat> Okay, so what can we, what are some of the things that maybe stick out to you quickly from, from those 17 odd verses about this picture of the vine? Okay, so there's, there's an idea of, of attaching to something. Yep, the who is the branch? We are the branch. We are the branch. And who is the vine? Huh? Jesus. Okay. Yep, so there's an idea that you have to be attached. And that makes sense, right? If you think about a vine or a tree, a branch that is cut off from the tree, is it, what's going to happen to it? It's going to die. It's eventually going to die, right? Okay. What else? Just some observations you got from the passage. Okay. They'll be pruned. Yep, there is a pruning. Yep. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Yep. Yeah. into the fire. What about verse eight? It's interesting. We're talking about disciples, and Jesus is talking to his disciples. What does it say? 
so you will be my disciples. Okay. So a healthy vine that's bearing fruit that is attached to, or a healthy branch that is bearing fruit that's attached to the vine brings glory to the Father. Okay, so the, the simple thing here is the command, it talks about this idea of abiding. What does that mean? To follow? Okay, maybe. I think not, the word doesn't itself mean to follow, but I think as we follow Christ, we abide. And as we abide in him and with him, we will, we will stay close to him and, and be able to follow him. Okay, the word abide means to remain or to stay, to stay close to, or it's, it's kind of the idea of like you, you abide in your home. You, you live in your home. It's to dwell or to live in. The idea it really is to live in, in a house. And so, you know, we all, we all abide or live with someone, right? We, we share a home with someone. And so with, with that, and, and I don't know if you've ever... Perhaps maybe, I mean, we, we get used to our family, right? But if you go and live in someone else's house, you learn very quickly a lot about their life, right? Right? Their routines, um, how things run in the house. Um, you maybe get the more, like, exposed view of people and not the, like, public view of people the more private view. And so when we're talking about this idea of abiding with Jesus, it's this close, intimate connection that brings a deepness in relationship. And so for us to become like God and to become like Jesus, it means that we need to be connected and close with and living with and abiding in Jesus. And that is to be a branch that is connected to the vine. And that's what Jesus is saying with his, to his disciples here. And, and again, it says here that he says that without me, you can do nothing. Just like a branch that is not connected to a vine or to a tree, it can't do anything for the tree, right? And so if we're not connected to him through the spending of time and through that intimate relationship, then we cannot become like him. The natural results of spending time with him and having an intimate relationship with him is that we become like that. It's again, just like it is, boys, listen. It's just like it is with your friends, with your family, with your whoever else you maybe spend time with. The closer the relationship, the more you become like them, understand them, can do life with them, and so on. And the same here with Jesus. And so it's really in that place of abiding, like a branch connected to a vine, that we, that we can become like Jesus. And so this is, there is a sort of natural process. When we talk about becoming like Jesus, it isn't, again, maybe necessarily, here are five things that you can do to be like Jesus the simple, natural way for us to become like him 
to bear fruit, to be healthy, is to be in relationship with him. And a relationship that is healthy is built upon time and built on closeness. Just again, like this picture is, Jesus is speaking to his disciples like a branch with the vine. And again, as we've talked about this idea of sanctification, of becoming more like Jesus, being made into his, his image, that it's with time that we are going to speak like him. We're going to believe the things that he, he has said in his word, that we're going to teach them, that we're going to live them out, that our characters will become like him. So there's this sort of natural, what I'm saying is that there's a resting, abiding process that is natural. That you don't need to wake up every morning and say, okay, I need to do these five things to be like Jesus. Just spend time with him, be in communication with him. And again, the natural result is, with that, is that you will become like Jesus. Now, that's one side of the coin. Then there also is this side where we, I think through conscious effort and the idea of practicing. Now, again, this is, you have to be careful how you use these things because again, we don't want to, we don't believe that our salvation is through works, that we do these things to get closer to God. But there is an element to which discipline, practice, and putting time and effort into becoming like Jesus will help us to develop us to be more like him. And so it's something that we, we don't want to do in our own strength or power, and it still is going to require and go hand in hand with the abiding process of being in relationship with him. One of these, you know, the more natural and then the more sort of practice side, they don't, they complement each other. They don't go without each other. Does that make sense? So again, just the idea of practicing and discipline and putting effort into our relationship with the Lord is still the, with the idea that we are connected to him and spending time with him. But it requires effort and it is an active process and we have to put the work in. And so this goes off the idea that we have control of our actions and we have control over our behavior. And so to practice the principles, the words, the characteristics of Jesus is also to become like Jesus, to abide, to rest, to allow him like a, a vine to feed the branch, to then bring life to the branch. That is a natural process of just being close and spending time. But also to practice and to, to take these things and to apply them, to be disciplined in certain things is also to become like Jesus. And so if you think about it, what are some of the principles and teachings or characteristics that we find of Jesus in the scriptures that we can practice in our life? What would be some that you might think of? I'll give you an example. Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, love your enemy. Okay? What are some other ones that, he's, that, that we have been told throughout the scriptures to do? Yes. Okay, turn the other cheek. Yeah, when someone slaps you in the face, <laughs> you've got to love that one, right? What else? Honestly, the Sermon on the Mount is full of them. 
if you can't remember them. Matthew 5, Matthew 6, Matthew 7. I'll let you guys look at those through, through small groups. You can talk about some of those things. So it says, love your enemy. There's one that says, don't worry about tomorrow. What are the things that Jesus taught us to do? What are the characteristics that Jesus did that he set as an example for us? And again, you can look in small groups, Matthew 5, Matthew 6, Matthew 7, there's full of them. And he ends that sermon with a story of the wise man who built his house on the rock. Okay, what's the point of that story? Do you guys remember? Someone want to look at Matthew 7, 24. What's the story? Yes, I mean the point of the story. Yes. What is the principle that is woven into the contrast between the man who builds his house on the rock and the man who builds his house on the sand? What is it that Jesus says? If, if you look at Matthew 7, 24, what does that say? So what's the key there? How are, how are we to be likened to be a man who builds his house on the rock? Is if we hear and do. And so we have to hear the things that Jesus says, but also do these things. That word there, it can be translated many times to practice, to work out, to live out those things. And so the teachings of Jesus, the example of Jesus, the lifestyle of Jesus, the words and the actions of Jesus, these are things that we have to also practice in our lives because they won't come natural, right? How many of us worry about tomorrow? We have assignments to do or things that you have to deal with. How many of us, naturally, does it come to us to love our enemies? If it does, please come and talk to me. I'd love to know how that works, right? Though these things are not that necessarily come naturally to us. And so there are things that to become like Jesus, where Jesus says he wants us to love our enemies. He wants us to turn the other cheek when someone does us wrong, to forgive our enemies, to not worry about tomorrow. How do we do those things? Jesus says to hear these things and to do them. And in the Bible, it's not there, the Bible, the Bible is there not necessarily just for us to learn about and to think on these things and to muse over these things, but it's, it's, a, it's a manual for living. It's, it's how do we live? How do we become like Christ? It, it really is an instruction manual to become like Jesus in, in every part. And so if someone turned to 1 Timothy 4, 7. And here again, just again, and we'll, we'll close here. Again, highlights this idea of practicing the way of Jesus. 1 Timothy 4, 7. Someone want to read that to us? 
Go. So I reject the saying in the old wives' tables that exercise yourself to this godliness. So Timothy here is, ta- I mean, Paul here is talking to Timothy and he's, and he's giving him again practical things that he, he is to do. And there he says there to exercise or to train yourself towards what? Godliness. To God, God-like behavior. To, a, to be, a, in essence, like Jesus. And so just like you would say exercise for sport or train for sport, you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, right? For sport, for an instrument, for anything. You practice, right? And yes, there might be this maybe sort of natural gifting, but a lot of the time if you don't put the practice or the time into doing something, the repetition, it's hard to get better unless you are just one of those people just comes very naturally to you. And so, just like we would do that for learning an instrument or learning a sport or anything, it's the same with becoming like Jesus. You know? Love your enemy. There's always that, right, in our life, one person that's maybe very hard to love. So what do you do? You exercise yourself. You practice those things. So every day, you make this conscious effort You keep loving that person, even when you don't feel like it or it's hard to. You practice forgiveness, these things that are not naturally going to come to us. And if you think about it, everyone says practice makes perfect, and I don't know whether you believe in that or not, but definitely practice brings improvements. It makes things better. Whether it leads you to perfection or not, I'm not quite sure. And again, it's our sanctification, our spending time with Jesus, our becoming like Jesus. We're not going to be perfected. Again, we talked about the three stages of salvation. We're not going to be perfected until we're glorified and in heaven. But in this life that we have here on earth, can we be more like Jesus more like later down the road in our life? Can we? Yeah, we can. And, and that's going to happen through spending time with him, the natural process of abiding, and also practicing these things. And I don't know if you've ever experienced these things, but some of these things that maybe don't come naturally to you, like loving someone that you do not, <laughs> loving someone or trying to love someone who you do not love, I have learned that if you do practice these things, if you do keep at it, if you do... Keep, again, and you're connected to the vine, that is key. (laughs) Then it will become, you will become better at it. But you will not, even if you keep the practicing up and you disconnect from the vine, then what happens? Where is the love coming from? What? If you disconnect from the vine, think the source is coming from the vine, then if you think about in the context of loving someone that's hard to love, then the love of God is the source. And so as you're connected to the vine, you're practicing to love this person that you do not naturally love, then it's going to be the love of God that's going to be demonstrated or, or being coming through your life. But if you disconnect from the vine, then you're 
isolated, then you'll be practicing these things, trying to love someone. Often it will go into your own strength, your own love, which naturally you do not have the love for this person. And that's where it becomes frustrated and we actually start to work in our own strength. And so again, in this, and as we close here, as you practice these things, there's the natural flow of spending time with him, connecting to him, it will come, will become more like Jesus. But in the practicing of things, you also will have to learn to be patient with yourself. You're going to have to give your, receive grace from God because we're not always going to get it right. So it will take time. Sometimes you may find it easy to love that person that you don't naturally love, and other times you will fail miserably. And at that point, you don't want to give up. You go back to the Lord. And you ask for forgiveness. You say, let me try this again. Let me try this again. And you keep practicing towards that way, exercising ourselves to godliness. Sound good? Okay, some things to think through. Um, I encourage you to maybe continue some of those conversations in small groups, but, but let's pray. Lord, we thank you for uh, just this time. Lord, I pray that you would just use these things to um, challenge us, Lord, in the way of um, one, are we connected to the vine? Are we receiving from the right source? And secondly, Lord, are we uh, diligent and um, putting effort and time into practicing the things that you have um, told us to do? Um, and so, Lord, I pray that you would just challenge our hearts and help us to be able to apply these things so that we know uh, where to go and how we can um, move forward um, in these things that we would become in this next month and this next year that we would be able to see that we have become more like you definitely not perfect lord um, not till the day we see you face to face lord and we're glorified but but that we would be able to see that we have become more like you in the way that we speak and the way that we act and in, in in all aspects of our life so help us with these things lord we need your strength and we need your grace lord we love you and we praise you in jesus name amen amen, amen.